0: amazing worship i love 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 worshiping with you guys we are at the movies you can tell because we have popcorn i'm listening to you guys pop sodas popping sodas and the ice you know you guys are doing good i love smelling popcorn i love seeing you guys there we're glad you're here if you're visiting visiting with us today for the very first time we want you to know that you're welcomed and you're wanted here and we love you and we like you and we're just glad you guys are here today. I've got some really, really good friends that are here with me today. Um, Clint and Angela are from the, one of the largest churches in America, uh, North Point Church, and they are here today, and they're good friends of ours. They're really just, we just invited them to come down and hang out with us and kind of oversee us and, and kind of and check out what we're doing, and we just want to love on them and they're loving on us that we've been friends with them for many, many, many years. And you can't do life without people. You can't do it well without people, and so they're good friends of ours. I'm glad they're here today. Can we put our hands together and honor them today for being with us today? Thank you guys for coming. Love, love, love them, and um, maybe God wants them to move to Winter Garden. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I, I, I can't. I don't know what he wants. I don't know what God wants for your life, and so, and then we've got another guest here today that I'm really excited to introduce for you guys today. If you've been here for a while, I only get to not speak. You know, every once in a while, and um, and so this is every once in a while is happening today. We're in movies called at the, we're in a series called at the movies, and uh, week two today is, um, is Star Wars, and I'll be honest with you guys, because I know you guys don't judge here. I don't, I don't, I think I've only seen a couple clips of Star Wars movies, so I'm like, how am I going to get up there and and talk about Star Wars and pull things from God's word out of this movie? And then I thought to myself, and I'm not going to, I mean, God. I'm not going to sit and watch all 25 of them. That's not an option. And so I brought our friend uh, John Eric in today to speak to you guys today and pull out some things that we've seen this movie. Can we put our hands together for our friend John Eric? What's up, how are you? What are you doing?
1: You haven't seen Star Wars? No. Oh, Man. Hey, what's up? This is awesome, too, by the way. This isn't my kids either. I'm like, you leave my lightsaber alone. You're grounded. Um, Speaking of my kids, I think we have a picture. Is there a picture? We have that? There they are. Uh, So those are my kids. You can see uh, Luke and Leia are not their names because I'm not allowed to name the children, apparently and uh and then in the back you can see little emerson like everything was really great uh we had the matching set uh you get the boy the girl and we were just done uh had everything planned out everything was great uh let's just say we uh shut down the factory and opened the playground if you know what i mean like we were everything was good and then we went camping And so we have, um, yeah, we had one in diapers, one in braces, and we, uh, we had uh, preschool, elementary school, high school. That was awesome. Now it's working out really well, though, because uh, just they can, dr- like, drive him to school. Like, they're built, yeah, it's built in. It's great. Uh, but it's more like having a grandkid, actually. Um, <laughs> This is how it works, yeah. There's, like, no rules for them at all. So, uh, yeah, Star Wars. That's awesome. Like, talk about... I didn't even know this, uh, speaking about Star Wars in church, was on my dream board. So I'm going to have to go back after and add Star Wars just so that I can go check it off the list. That's amazing. Um, Favorite character... I don't know about you. Some of you are like, I don't even want to ask who hasn't seen Star Wars. Because there's really two types of people in the world. Those who love Star Wars and those who are wrong. Um, So, uh, my favorite character is uh, Darth Vader. Little fun fact. Darth Vader. uh, Who was ranked, there he is. Um, rank. In fact, I think we have a clip. Do we have, do we have a little... One of my favorite scenes. You can't be at the movies and not play movie clips. This is a consular ship. We're on a diplomatic mission. If like, talk about consul- a bad guy. Where is the ambassador? <laughs> Commander, tear this ship apart until you found those plans and bring me the passengers. I want them alive. So so he's like named the number one villain, right? They rank and, uh, they rank like the top 100 villains of all time. And Darth Vader is the number one villain. I also think he's like just super cool. Um, because like, if you are going to be a villain, number one, like you get a lightsaber. That's amazing. That's just, that, that just feels like a bonus thing. Um. But besides that, he chokes people, he doesn't even need to like actually choke them, he just can do this and choke you. Okay. We're just going to be honest here today. Okay. Some of you are like, I'm not ready for this. Like we're supposed to, aren't we supposed to talk about like good things? Just stay with me for a second. How many of you would love to be able to force choke somebody? Okay, we're honest. There's And the people that are raising their hand, they're honest, and the rest of you, you're villains for lying. Okay, so I don't... Uh, how many of you get road rage? Okay. How many of you, it's really bad. Yeah, so you're like, no, you're right. Okay, how would you love to just, like, force choke the person in the other car? I'm not saying you're, like... I'm not saying you're really going to do it. I'm just saying, like, wouldn't it be nice sometimes to be able to just look over and just mmm. Force choke them. Um, I don't get road rage. I'm like really chill driving. Uh, But I feel like all of us have some type of rage. We just have to put you in the right environment. Uh, I figured out what mine was, by the way. Uh, Mine happens to be Uh, the express line in the grocery store. I become a different person. Like I try really hard uh, to be like Jesus and it just completely falls apart in that checkout lane because number one, if it says 10 items, like I walk up and I already start counting. Like I know I shouldn't start because I know once I start, like, I don't care if it's buy one, get one free. Those are two separate items. I just want to let you guys know that. If you guys didn't know, like, hot dogs and hot dog buns, that's two different items. You can't start grouping things together. Number one, don't use a check in there. You should not have coupons. This is the express lane. We're trying to get in and out. I and then, like me, I don't, I don't even really... I'm not in that big of a hurry, and I have rage over the express part. So he's just, I think, a really cool villain. Um, But what I started thinking about is uh, every villain kind of has a backstory, right? And so at one point, when was he like just a little kid? You know, like we see evil in the world, right? We call people villains. But I'm not sure we know their whole story. Like at some point, they were a little kid. At some point, were they in love? I mean, I think we actually have uh, some clips you can just even play in the background. Like in the story of Star Wars, right? Like it's this, um, actually if you study... Uh, the story of uh, Star Wars. It's actually uh, based uh, on something that's called the Hero's Journey. And the Hero's Journey is uh, where a guy named Joseph Campbell went and took every kind of great story there is and found that each one has a pattern. And all Greek mythology has this same kind of pattern in it. It kind of always starts with kind of a once upon a time, right? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, like there is this arc. You always kind of see this, that everything starts great, and then at some point, there is a betrayal and there is hurt, and then there is a rescue, and then you live happily ever after. In this story, there's this story of this young little kid, and there's this prophecy, right? Like in... Scripture, there was this prophecy that there was this brokenness in this world and, right? So if you look at the hero's journey and you look at this arc, right? All storytelling, your favorite stories are the same thing. Once upon a time, the Garden of Eden. There is a betrayal. There is hurt, right? Sin enters the world. There is a rescue that needs to happen. Jesus comes and dies you. And then they live happily, uh, happily ever after. That one day we can spend eternity with God. Like you see that, like this is inside of us, this, these stories. And so we see, like, this little kid, and, and you see that they fall in love, and you see all of it. But what happened? What happened from this kid who everyone says he is going to bring kind of balance? right? He, he's going to do away with evil and he is this good little kid who ends up being the villain who ends up like being what we say is the number one villain. So what, what happens? What gets us to that point? Because I think in all of our lives, Sometimes we can be the villain instead of the hero of a story. And so there's this uh, very wise apostle, this disciple, and uh, his name was Yoda. Okay? He said something very wise. He said this, he said, fear right, leads to anger. And anger leads to hate. And I love that he's actually writing this down. Like it's, it's like Bible scripture. It's Yoda. That's awesome. The apostle Yoda. Please tell me you put apostle. Um, Right. And so he says this, he says, fear, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering. So at some point, this little kid that there was love now is responsible for suffering. And it doesn't ever go, like, that's what we don't understand. We think these bad things happen in the world, and it goes from everything was fine, and now there's suffering. No. I believe that everyone in this room, we're kind of somewhere over something. There's some of us that we're fearful. Like, if we're honest, like, most of us might just be in that fearful. And then some of us, were angry about something. Some of us, we have so much bitterness that we now hate something. And that hate is not only just causing us suffering, but here's the problem. Is that everyone that hurts somebody it is because they were hurt what i want to help you with is there's this verse that has helped me tremendously it's in Sem- uh, second timothy i think they'll put it up there i know that all of us deal at least with fear and this is kind of where a lot of things start with us like if we're honest like we're all like Worry, like that's fear, right? Every mom, stop. Like it's worry. We spend our days worrying. I have to tell myself this on multiple occasions. It has taken me a long time. Because I used to be, I used to get fearful. And I remember... I was so afraid runtime. I was so afraid because the people were telling me like, this isn't going to work and this and, and we're going to go like, there's going to be no money left. And we like, do you know what I'm saying? Like people start the, people don't understand is that there's power and life in the tongue and these words that people use and all of a sudden it becomes this curse on people like th- we're going to fail. And it just starts saying, and you start getting it, and people get in your head. And they got in my head. And what I realized is like I had stress, and I was afraid. And I came across this verse, and it says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control or a strong mind. What I did is I, I took a marker, And I I had a dry erase board and I wrote that at the top, right? It was, it was one of the hardest times where I had to be a part of a a company. We had to turn that company around and I wrote it and I would see it every day. For some of you that you're dealing with fear, you just need to get that verse, that one verse. That's simple. Like you're done. You can like go get some popcorn. Like that's a great day for you right now to realize that when I start to feel fear, Now I'm really good at it. The minute I start to feel that, it becomes a trigger. Like I feel fear and then I say, okay, that's not from God. Like you have to understand is that fear isn't from God. It's not. So whenever you feel fear, you have to realize that needs to be a trigger for you. You feel fear, that's not from God. So what did God give you? Of power, of love, of a strong mind. And I just say, hey, God didn't give me that. But what ends up happening is there is a hurt that happens in our life. Right? I don't even have to ask who's been hurt in here. Because it's everybody. What I do know is this is that there is two types of people, not the Star Wars types. But there is this... um, there are people in here right now that are suffering. And then the rest of you are people who will eventually be suffering. Like, do you realize like you either have a problem or you will have a problem? Like, that's just going to happen. Like we shouldn't be surprised by that. And so, what happens? Like, how does he go? From literally, you just saw clips of him in love. They're, they're getting married. And then ultimately what you see is that he ends up being responsible for killing her. And you see there, like, what happens? Like, like that's a really cool suit, right? Like... That's just awesome. But what that's covering is wounds. That really cool villain suit? He was supposed to be the hero. But the problem is he couldn't become the hero because he was wounded. Right his his mother died. And he became angry and then he became hateful and he ended up murdering. It doesn't have to be Star Wars. I can give you all throughout scripture and I don't even need to give you scripture. I can go down to the jail right now and I can tell you that story that someone became fearful and then at some point they became angry about something. You become angry because of loss right? And so in this story, right, like, it's, like for me, it's not a, like there's spaceships and lightsabers, and that's awesome, but no, it is the story of hurt. Because what we have to realize is that the villain first had to be a victim. Every villain first was a victim. Every one of you You could tell me whatever the situation is and it is just mankind. Wherever you felt like you hurt somebody, do you know why you did that? Because you were hurt. It might not have been right away and it might not have been that you hurt the person that hurt you. In fact, most of the times you don't like you end up hurting somebody that you love. And and so this becomes this cycle is that we get hurt. So what do we do? We hurt people who then do what? We hurt people and you you only have to have the news on lately for about five minutes. You only have to load up Facebook for 30 seconds. Just stay off of Twitter right now. I'm just going to give you some advice. And what are you going to see? you're just going to see a lot of hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. And so in the movie Star Wars, right, in all these movies, there is something called a light side and a dark side. right? That is good versus evil, light versus darkness. Because all of us, have this battle inside of us, right? In in, in fact, the best person to talk about this is the apostle Paul. I love what he says because what Paul says is, hey, the things that I know that I'm supposed to do, right, the things that I know are like right, like I, we're talking about Paul here, like he's written most of your New Testament, okay, He's saying, like, the things that I know I'm supposed to do, like, I don't do those things. Like, the things that I'm not supposed to do, I do, and the things that I'm supposed to do, I don't do those. I think this is one of the problems where we think, um, I wasn't even going to talk about this. We sometimes have a problem of, Am I really, like, is it really going to work? Like, am I really going to heaven? Like, did it, because I still do bad things. And you start to doubt that. I doubted that for a long time. Like, I remember from, like, about 12 to about 24. Like, I would doubt my salvation. I would doubt like does it really work? All that stuff and then I got in a horrible car accident uh, that I should have been dead from. I, I actually had a bus uh, roll over and uh, crush me and, uh, and I knew I was going to die and in that second it was the most peaceful feeling of my entire life and I knew like I was lo- like oh it's all going to be Okay. At some point in our life, there, and, and part of our story, there is a redemption part of it. Um, if you want to put that verse on in... in we, we talk about love. And I've been focusing a lot on this verse lately um, because um, it's easy... To get your wound infected, you have to understand is that when you get hurt, it either has to heal, or that wound's going to get infected. The worst, though, is when you think your wound's healing. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. I'm not, I'm not talking about a physical wound. I'm talking about an emotional wound, and you think you're over something, and then it like gets ripped open again. That is the worst. And so what do you want to do? You want to say like, that's not right. And you want to fight and you want to say that wasn't right. What somebody else did, they shouldn't have done that. I want everybody on my side, right? Like I now have an enemy. It's me versus them. Let's go to war. And, and a lot of times you don't even realize you're doing it because while you're hating, you're still angry and then you kind of raise your voice a little bit too much with the kids. Or you don't notice somebody that is in need because here's what I know is that when you hate, when you have anger, you do not notice other people's suffering. You're so focused on your suffering and listen, it's not fair. It's not fair. People shouldn't have done stuff. Like I'm I'm sorry that someone hurt you. And so at some point just like in this story that little boy gave over and that Fear and that anger and that hurt consumed him. And who was supposed to be a hero became a villain, who then unleashed more suffering on the people. I think wherever any of us are, and I'm talking to me, whether I am fearful, whether I'm angry, whether I start to feel hate or bitterness, I have to make a decision. What am I gonna do with that? In, it's this beautiful moment that happens, is that, that little boy, the reason he finally gave over is because he thought that when he was responsible for killing the person that he loved he thought he killed his own children and he found out that he had his own little boy and in that moment they'll, they'll play the, a little bit of that ending is this is his redemption moment underneath and and I'll tell you that any hurt person I don't care who it is if I go down to 33rd street jail right now and I say I want you to find for me just the toughest angriest baddest person here that when you take off the mask you will see wounds and scars. And you'll see a version of a scared little boy. The toughest, angriest people are sterile, scared little children inside. And so what happens is that at the end, he gives the little bit of life that he has left. And he lays down his life for his son. And in that, it turns out, the prophecy becomes true. And that this little kid that everybody said, everybody was disappointed, that when Jesus died on the cross, the disciples, they thought they were taking over Jerusalem but there becomes a plot twist. You see, we don't get to write our own stories. I have no idea why certain things happen. And so while everybody was disappointed and everybody doubted, turns out he died a hero. So in like the minute we have left, I want us to just bow our heads for a second. And uh, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand or anything, but what I'm going to do is I want you to uh, just uh, and I'm not saying like, hold out your hand. I'm just, I want you to pretend like you're you're holding like a little pebble in your hand. Okay? And so just take your hand and, and I want you to Imagine what is in there, okay? And then uh, close your fist. And either there is a fear that you put in there, right? There is some anger about something, that somebody did something wrong to you. that you've really developed some hate and I need you to do something. Either you're going to have to decide like in this moment, whatever that is, you're either just going to have to leave it here. Or you're going to walk out of here with it. It's one of two things. Whatever that fear, whatever that anger, whatever that hurt is, you have a choice. You're going to walk out of here with it and carry it with you. Or you're going to choose to forgive. You're going to choose to give up your right Retaliate. You're going to give up your right to even have the version of your story told. You're going to have to give up all of that. And that's not to save them, that's to save you. See, people have forgiveness wrong, forgiveness is not about them. It is about you not carrying that with you because inside you will become a villain. It is hard to be the hero of your or anybody's story or your family's story when you hold on to that because you will end up hurting somebody. So I'm going to pray for you. And it's not easy, and healing takes time. And it really sucks when those wounds get reopened. But that's why you have a place like Hope Church. Because I'll say this about this church, is that is why we exist. The reason Hope Church exists is because not just out those doors but in this room there is suffering. And so we give up our rights we give up our time we give up our money we give up our desires and we become good friends because what what hurting people need. The number one thing that somebody that is suffering and hurt needs is this one thing. They need a friend. I pray that Hope Church is blessed beyond measure, but that in all of that, it never loses sight of that one simple idea that we exist be a good friend to people who are suffering and in turn we turn instead of victims into villains we let people become the hero of their story again and instead of this cycle of hurt people hurt people that hurt people our church is about we're going to go rescue people and we're going to be a good friend. And then what we're going to do is we're going to help them be the best version of themselves so that then they can help us go rescue more people. And then we're going to go rescue more people who are hurting, who were victims, who are then now hurting others, and we're going to stop that cycle of hurt. And so we're going to start to forgive people who don't deserve to be forgiven. That... You have every right, but I laid that down and I let that die
0: for a friend.